0: Are you an organizational spokesperson, a communications professional, or someone who would like to pursue a career in medical broadcasting? If so, there's a conference you'll want to know more about. Welcome to ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. This is a special segment focusing on media training for healthcare providers. I'm your host, Dr. Matthew Bernholtz, and with me today is Dr. Bruce Dan from Bethesda, Maryland. Dr. Dan was the senior editor of JAMA, before beginning his broadcasting career at ABC News, and then founded American Medical Television, Medical News Network, and WebMD, in addition to broadcasting on PBS and NPR. He now heads up the Patient Channel, which broadcasts medical education to patients in 1,700 hospitals, 24-7. Dr. Dan, it's a pleasure to have you with us today.
1: Well, Matt, nice to be here with you as well.
0: Now, you're involved with the... 28th annual AMA Medical Communications Conference beginning April 16th through the 19th, and you're a faculty member there. And I understand that the very first annual conference jump started your career in communications. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Well, it actually did. You know, uh, Matt, I was uh, on the traditional path of uh, academia, research, and so forth, and was the senior editor of the Journal of the American Medical Association and was asked to be the medical editor and reporter for the ABC news station in Chicago and really didn't know much about it and went to this conference, which was called at that time the AMA's Health Reporting Conference, and that really did jumpstart my career. And ever since then, I've been involved in communication. It was my real chance to to learn for the first time, since none of us learn this in medical school, obviously, the whole world of communication and how it works and how important it is. And that's really been my career since that day.
0: That's really interesting. I hear so many times, anecdotally, how conferences that people have attended really jump-started or changed their career path, but I rarely hear it in person. It's really refreshing to hear.
1: I think for a lot of us, new VISTAs certainly helped change the way we look at the world.
0: And this conference is going to be this April, the 16th through the 19th, at the Paradise Point Resort and Spa in San Diego, if I'm not mistaken?
1: That's correct. It's going to be in San Diego. It's the annual conference. Actually, it's the 28th annual conference, and strikingly, it is the longest-running conference that the AMA has other than its annual meeting, which I guess has been going on for, you know, 150 years. So I think this speaks of how important at least the medical community thinks that communication is, uh, not only to uh, among ourselves, but to the public as well.
0: I see. And what is your role at this conference going to be this year? Continuing
1: faculty member, I'll be actually teaching a course in advanced media training. It's interview techniques for those people who find themselves in, you know, on 60 Minutes or Dateline or Good Morning American when they have to really be on their toes. It's the sort of skills that uh, if you watch nowadays with uh, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, the things they know so well how to deal with the media.
0: Now, who should attend the AMA Medical Communications Conference if you were to think of different groups that would most benefit from this conference?
1: Well, if, you know, if you look at their information, they say this is sort of communication training for those people who are medical society spokespeople, medical communicators, government leaders, so forth. But I can't think of any physician who wouldn't benefit from going to this several-day workshop and meeting. There are so many things you can learn there, from podium speaking to how to appear on television interviews, uh, crisis management, and and nowadays getting into everything from video streaming to podcasts. If a physician wants to communicate a particular message about a subject he's interested or she's interested in, or is interested in marketing their practice and getting out to the public, this is the course. Matter of fact, I understand you're going to be there. We'll reach MD looking for someone skilled enough to guest host your program.
0: We're definitely going to be there, and that is certainly going to happen. So it sounds like there are very wide groupings and very different interests that go into this conference for the attendees.
1: I think, yeah, there's a combination between those people who are journalists themselves who are specializing in health reporting, and they go there to to learn and also network with those physicians, and also physicians who want to as I said, market their practice or be better spokesperson, or, as the conference was originally founded, for those physicians or other healthcare professionals, we have nurses, dietitians, who themselves want to get in the media, who want to be on camera, who want to have their own radio broadcasts like this one, how to learn those skills that none of us learned in our residency training.
0: Of course, and we have several avid listeners who I'm sure have imagined what it would be like on the other side. Do you think that they would have a strong place at this conference?
1: Oh, let me tell you, that's how I learned. That's how everyone learns. So uh, People like Dr. Nancy Snyderman, who does network news right now, uh, was trained at this conference. Many of the people you saw, we've had people like Dr. Sanjay Gupta, Dr. Tim Johnson from ABC News, a lot of attendees at this conference, not only to learn new skills, but for some of them, to polish the skills they already have.
0: I see. Well, let's talk a little bit about this conference. What can we expect to see at the conference this year? And what are some of the the topics and speakers being featured?
1: They have keynote speakers. There'll be some AMA trustees. There'll be, there'll be some communication specialists. One of the people who's going to actually win an award this year for a Lifetime Achievement Award is Carney Wilson, that some people remember from the 90s singing group Wilson Phillips. She's the daughter of Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys. And people may remember she had a great deal of problem with obesity. She's become a spokesperson for obesity. She's lost a good deal of weight, and she talks about the advantages of that and how to communicate to the public as a lay person the importance of that particular health care topic. There'll also be uh, two doctors there who, if people remember, were at the Segal mine disaster, and they've pulled out the, the one survivor. They talk about how to deal with the media in that sort of crazy crisis sort of environment. And there'll be communications experts there on all topics, from speaking from the platform, print reporters, radio and TV broadcasters, communication specialists, and producers. And actually, there's a little talent scouting that goes on. There are producers who come to this meeting looking for the next Sanjay Gupta, for example.
0: Um, well, that sounds really fascinating. In fact, some of the speakers that you've mentioned, I've had a privilege to talk to personally. I think that they're incredible speakers have amazing insight in their fields and their respective experiences. Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Reach MD, XM 157. And we're speaking to Dr. Bruce Dan discussing the 28th annual AMA Medical Communications Conference coming up April 16th through the 19th at Paradise Point Resort and Spa in San Diego. Now, Dr. Dan, we've, we've talked specifically about this conference, but I'd like to take a step back and just ask you a little bit on why the field of medical communications is so critically important. And I think you alluded to that through some of the speakers you're bringing on and the topics that you're bringing. But I'd love to hear your perspectives on medical communications from your vantage point.
1: Well, I'd say from my personal point of view, Matt, and I think all of us who have been in medicine, we've we learn differential diagnosis. we we learn how to treat patients. We've, we've learned all the things, the risk factors. But if you can't communicate those to the people who really have to incorporate them in their lives, it really doesn't do a lot of good. I mean, one of the things I think all of us as physicians have to learn to do is disseminate that knowledge to the people who will utilize it most, the public. We can talk about how to prevent diabetes by losing weight, the importance of exercise, checking your cholesterol, all the things we've learned that are important to keep people safe and healthy, mammograms, prostate exams. But if we don't get that message out to the people who need to hear it and understand it well, we're not really helping them or or really helping our profession. So I think learning how to communicate, is vitally important. I mean, surveys show that most patients do not get their information from their personal physicians anymore, and you can understand why. You get to see them once a year for your annual checkup. You spend a few minutes with them. Most people get their information from the media now, from websites, television, radio print. It's all over the place. So if we want to get the information that we think is important to patients to them, we have to learn how the media works, because if we don't, we won't be able to utilize it to its best efforts.
0: I see. And just to harping on how media works, it sounds like there are more and more mediums nowadays in which media for medical professionals becomes in the forefront. Can you speak towards any of those mediums that are kind of pushing towards the modern day practice?
1: Oh, absolutely. If you think about it, it wasn't that many years ago, four or five years ago, that we talked about print, radio, and television. That was it. Now it's websites, video streaming, podcast, you get messages on your cell phone. People get their information from very, very different ways than they used to. It's now twenty four seven, there's information all the time. We have to learn to use those medium ourselves. And most of us, obviously, it's it's very new to us. So it's one thing learning how to go to a website and get some information. It's a very different thing knowing how to create your own or make your own video podcast. In the old days if you wanted to disseminate information you had to be a broadcaster at a broadcast outlet. Now, anyone with a laptop is their own broadcast organization. Physicians, I think, are learning that that's important for them as well.
0: Of course. And it sounds like, bringing back to this conference, that that's going to be addressed in a myriad of ways.
1: Absolutely. There's workshops specifically designed for those physicians who want to uh, learn how to do those techniques.
0: Okay. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about elements of this conference? Why should most physicians and medical professionals be sure to get the training provided at the AMA Medical Communications Conference?
1: Well, I can tell you, and I use this in my training, I show video examples of healthcare professionals in the media making horrible mistakes. And it's not because they're not bright and articulate, they just don't know how the game is played. You know, I can take the, the world's best soccer player and throw them in kind of some strange game like Aussie rules football, and they won't succeed. Not because they're not great athletes, they just don't know what the rules for this game are. Physicians are bright, articulate people, but if you throw them into a, a medium, like the media, that they don't understand, they won't know how to, to to act. And this conference really shows you what the rules of the game are.
0: I see. And I hate to put you on a spot, but it sounds like a perfect opportunity since we're sitting here right now and I'm hosting. What are some of those rules and quick check uh, things that somebody could you know live by as a host?
1: Well, I'll certainly give you a couple of examples. I'll invite anybody to come to the meeting to learn the real techniques. But of course, obviously, you have to, if you're... a someone who's delivering a message, you have to have a single overriding communication objective. What's the one most important thing you want to get out? And if you're a host, what we tell everyone is the important thing is not to ask the questions. The important thing is to listen. And I think you know that very well. But the thing we don't think about a lot, uh, we learn as physicians how to listen to our patients. But we tend to forget that when we get in the media.
0: It does sound like this is a perfect translation into how we do our practice as physicians in terms of learning how to listen, which, as we know, is notoriously underdone.
1: Well, you know, physicians themselves pride themselves on being good communicators. As a matter of fact, we are. We learn to take a history. We talk to the patient one-on-one personally. We're very good at that. But there's a great deal of difference between the skills it takes to be a good interpersonal communicator than a mass communicator. And what most of us do is we try to translate those skills we learned in medical school, one-on-one, to the mass media, and it doesn't work. We need to learn some new skills.
0: Dr. Dan, what kind of skills can the attendees expect to come out of this conference?
1: Well, I think they can get the entire broad range of communication skills, whether it's for print, learning how to write well, for broadcast, learning how to speak. We all try to learn to speak grand rounds, but we're just copying the bad habits of our predecessors. Matter of fact, they'll come out with a lot of skills. Matter of fact, I understand that ReachMD is going to actually be there picking out one of the participants to guest host uh, your program.
0: Of course. And as far as this conference goes, in order to attend this conference, how do uh, attendees sign up?
1: If they go to the AMA's website, and I'll give you the URL, it's www.ama-assn.org, and you go on their home page right there on the bottom right-hand corner, there's a little thing that says about the. Medical Communications Conference. Click on that. It tells you all the information and you can sign up right there.
0: Well, I really want to thank my guest, Dr. Bruce Dan, who's been discussing the 28th Annual AMA Medical Communications Conference coming up April 16th through the 19th at Paradise Point Resort in San Diego, California. Dr. Dan, thanks again for joining us.
1: Matt, thank you so much. And I look forward to maybe seeing you there yourself.
0: (laughs) You can count on that. You've been listening to a special segment on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. And remember that if you're attending the AMA's Medical Communications Conference, be sure to stop by the ReachMD booth in the exhibit hall and record an audition. You too could become a guest host on ReachMD XM 157 and put me out of a job. Thanks again for listening.